Hello everyone, welcome to Eloquently Saying Nothing, this is episode 9, uh, Stavros here, who else is in the room? Simple Sam in the building, glory to God. Wahala is here people, it's here to bless you, it's here to bless you. <laughs> Good evening ladies and gentlemen, Dimitri, I'm standing in for Webslinger, he's not well at the moment, thank you. Welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. This is the Iceman, aka Mr. Fox. A.K.A. Iceman, Foxman, Topman. Sorry, everything, man. Dimitri, where are you from? <laughs> well, half Italian, half from Latvian. Have you got your papers? Of course, I have papers. Papers all the time, I carry. Okay. And you yourself, gypsy? where do you get from? Are you a gypsy? That's the question you just asked him. Are you a gypsy? Yes. No. Don't no, touch me, half gypsy. Half Latvian, half you can't Italian. I'm not gypsy, gypsy, my friend. Do you work for the circus? <gasps> I don't work for the circus. Alright. That's right. <laughs> All right, where is where episode nine? We are just just to let the people know we're looking at something on my laptop, and perhaps we'll uh, delve deep into that a little later in the show. I would like to delve very deep into that now. <laughs> okay, well, basically these guys are watching a woman's butt gyrating on the telly or on the laptop. Me personally, what Halifax is a disgrace of that they're watching you know. such things. I think it's wrong to objectify a woman in such a way, but it's right at the same time. In so many ways. It makes sense. Can so I, many different languages. I want to ask you a question. And guys, I want you to also ask the question. What is the point of this woman's phone? Because I've not seen any point of it. She might as well just be the naked. No, 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 no. It makes a difference. Okay, does the phone make a difference for you? Yes. Wait, Let me ask you a question. Uh, I'm going to put this link up as well, by the way. Yes. It's on World Star Hip Hop, people. Yeah, I'm going to put the link up. WorldStarHipHop.com. Yeah, so anyway, these guys are watching some, you know, black women. She's got the oil out. Gyrating herself on, <laughs> <laughs> on the screen. Disgusting, man. Disgusting. I can see a nipple. <laughs> As you can see, the bitch hasn't said a word yet. I think it's the first time he's seen black men. <laughs> are you right, Dimitri? His blood is marvellous. I'm liking what is going on here. This is what you Tell me, where, where you can find a woman like this? Because in Latvia, Brixton. you don't have... <laughs> I don't think you'll find this in Brixton. Well, Unless you want to remove you, some of the teeth. You, you will. Yeah, but you have some, some teeth missing and uh, a few stretch marks. Where is this Brixton And she'll probably place? be pushing a pram. Okay, let's discuss stretch marks. Do you have a problem with a woman with stretch marks? Because no. I have no problem with it. Stavros says no. I'll no. stroke them either. Next. No, I don't know about that. The lucky no. says no. Well, you can't deal with stretch marks. Uh, no, I don't mind stretch marks. What does that got to do with anything? What does it say? Stretch marks has stopped me from doing nothing. Stretch marks is just a part of life. You know? um, would you would you would you rub cocoa butter on your woman's stretch marks? Yes. Yes. But to go as far as to say that I'll just stroke him and shit, you know, for no reason, you know, like it's a nipple or something. No. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there must be some men out there that's got a, a fetish. Got a fetish for stretch marks. Yeah, of course. It's deep, it's deep. Men are some strange fetishes out there, anyway. You'll be surprised about the craziness of There's a people. fetish for everything. Every single thing you can think of. Don't matter how weird, wonderful, or disgusting it is, there's a fetish for it. Even even toes. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm putting myself out there like I am from the family. I've always wanted to eat stew for a woman's uh, belly butter. I thought you were going to take that somewhere else. <laughs> Repeat that for the podcast. I would please. like to drink stew from a woman's belly button. Stew? Stew. I would actually like to pick a piece of pandan yam. 
dip it into the belly button or stew, put it into my mouth and say, hmm, that was nice. Does this make me a strange and odd man? Maybe. You're strange and you're an odd man, bro. But am I not one of your brothers? Yes, I am. And you would not judge me for it. I'm somewhat scared of you. <laughs> you know you thought about doing it your damn self. Who you have been dealing with banana and, and all these types of fruits? You know, what is wrong? Some countries don't have that, those types of facilities. What do you think they do back home? Bread and water. What do you think you do back home when, you, when, they, when, they, when my mom comes with, with panel yam? <laughs> when I go to eat, what's that? You think the, the daddy's not looking at her fucking ears? <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck that like, like, bone stew from your chest. <laughs> yeah, but, as much as I love this food, yeah, it's not sexy like <laughs> No, let's be honest, I've had this discussion with somebody in the past. Actually, Nigerian food is very, very sexy food. Because you think about it, because for one, we eat with our hands. It's intimate, not sexy. It's intimate and sexy is the same thing for not, me. Alright? <laughs> mm. You see what I'm saying to you? It's what you do, yeah? Let's say, okay, people, I'm talking about foods like pandit yam, eba, and, and, and that comes with a stew. Now, Nigerian people usually eat food with their hands. And what they do, they usually, first they'll, you know, wash, wash their, their hands, hands, which is a sexual thing anyway, or a sexy thing anyway, you know, seeing a nice woman not wash her hands. using cold uh, tap water. You don't use tap water, you have somebody bring a bucket in it. With one fair yeah, yeah, come on, bring it. And that's sexy. Yeah, so bring pear. Well, you're with your woman, you'll be sexy, innit? Well, you'll show it, you'll just make it look sexy. And when she brings it for you, innit? She brings your, 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 your water to wash your hands for your food. Yeah. What's she wearing? Anything, as far as I'm concerned. So then... What, gele and nothing? Ooh, that's a bit serious, <laughs> But anyway, so she so brings it, then obviously you wash your hands, and then what you do is you basically take your pounded yam, and then you dip it in the stew, and then you put it in your mouth, and lick it off your fingers. You're telling me that's not sexy. You're telling me seeing a woman do that is not sexy. I'll tell you what's not sexy. Smell your fingers afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) But what if you then want to, you know, you know, put the finger inside the... The bowl of water is still there, people. Yeah, but she'll get a stinging. Yeah, but you boil the water, you wash it in it. What's wrong with your problem? Then you clean it, won't you? But I'm just saying, it's a sexual thing. You probably not looked at it like that, but it's the truth. No. To you, it's the truth. Not, not necessarily. Everything. It's very sensual the way you eat the padded. Yeah. Can I ask you a question then? You, this, this. Have you done it before? No, I haven't done it before. So at least I know that you're planning to. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to do it? Are you going to do it before Christmas? No, that is the Christmas present. Yeah, that is the Christmas present. Maybe I could not afford your Christmas present, so here's some stew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm just saying, uh, personally, if you don't think it's sexy, that's your own business, but I'm saying. Intimate, yes, sexy, I don't know about that. Okay, um, Iceman, you you, was, you were about to say something when we started. Do you still remember what it is? Well, like I said, I'm not, I haven't uh, listened to the past show, so this may have been um, spoken about before. It's a question about women and their independentness, if there's such a word. You know, ladies there and... Is a- there isn't, is there? No. That's such an African thing to In- do. Independentness. Where is your independentness? Yeah, is it? I'm being it. No, but can can a woman be too independent, you know? It depends on if she's in a relationship or not. I'm I'm talking about in that circumstance. With a relationship. Yeah. You can't, can't be, be independent. Can't, yeah, you can't be independent. You can't be independent in a relationship. The relationship is Otherwise it won't work. That's well, what I'm saying, a relationship with two people. <clears throat> yeah, but you can't be independent in what way? You can't be self-sufficient, but you can't be independent. How can you be independent when you're two of you? 
You can. You're independent in a relationship. You can be. There's a pair of you. Listen, you're listen, independent from the when other When you person. walk, alright, listen to what, what I'm saying. When you walk, are you doing it with, with the other person moving your feet? Nonsense, are you talking? Listen, just answer the question. When you walk, is anyone else moving your feet with their hands or with their mind or anything? I don't know, you people, I don't see anything. simple no. If you saw what I saw today, you, you'll be a bit surprised. Listen, but, um, you're no, right, fair enough, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, you're moving independently. No. It's self sufficient, isn't it? Don't argue with the word. The word independent means if you're walking independently, yes, mm. then you're doing it yourself. You're not, because you're walking with the glory of God. So, like I was saying, you're walking independently. Same as if you're talking. Same as if you want to purchase something for yourself. Right, but well, with your own money. Get to the you point. Same independent as actions. Yeah, exactly. So you can be independently, you get too independent. I.e., let's say half of what you do is an independent action. I.e., uh, personal time. Time with your girls and your boys. <laughs> time you go to do this and that. Work time. You don't want to mess up. Yeah, that's like personal okay. time. But, yeah, that's independent. It's not something you do with your partner. It's something you're doing independently, irrespective of the fact you're in a relationship. But there's a question. You might say 50-50 is life, just like balance, just because that's what a balance is, 50-50. But then when you start taking it further, I don't want you to be in my house. I don't want you to ever pay for anything for me, or I don't ever want to pay for anything for you, you know, etc., etc. That's when we are going into the realms of perhaps being too independent. You can be independent in a relationship, in my opinion, if you want to disagree with me, but all means, let me know how. I don't know. Maybe you're right in what you're saying if you want to take it to that level. But for me, maybe I should say I don't think you can work in a relationship if one of you is trying to be overly independent. Yeah, that's the question in the first place. I think it won't work. For me personally, I think that in the end, that's like you saying I don't really want to be, I don't want to have you as part of this part of my life. This part of my life is my own. I don't want you to be part of it. And as far as I said, if you're with somebody, you have to give them almost all of you to to allow them to be together properly. That's my personal opinion. So, Fox, when you're talking about stuff like don't pay, you know, I'm not allowing you to pay for my bills. I've got my own house. I've got my own... Kind of. Kind of. I mean, it, 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 comes, it, it comes from a realm of so many different subjects, you know. Um, for example, nowadays, women are having their children a lot later. Because they're focusing more on their career. Is that a right thing? Is that a wrong thing? I don't think that. I think that a, a woman should have a child when they're ready. Whether or not it's, you know, obviously their body can tell them that they have to have it at a certain time. That's right. But they need to have, when they're ready, I'd rather they have a child when they feel that they're prepared to look after that child than just having a child for the sake of having it early. I, I think what Fox is trying to say is maybe if, if you're in a relationship, let's say from your early 20s or whatever or let's say you're married 22 mm-hmm. yeah and the gentleman in the relationship is making a decent enough money for you to live comfortably in a certain comfortably and they, but you decide you want to get to a certain era in your in your profession mm-hmm. where maybe when you go away to have a baby you can come back without any problems because you're at such a high point yeah or you're making enough money for you know that you're you've saved enough or whatever it is mm. but really the man could look after both of you but because you're being independent you want to be in some ways independent for yourself even though you're in a relationship you're you're focused not in a bad way not it's nothing wrong with it but you're focused on your career before having kids but, but, but maybe having kids when you're 25 26 would be would have perhaps been better but than it, when you're 32 or 33. But that's it cannot be better really is it? because if you're not prepared to have it, you're not ready to have it at that time. You can't but that's the point. You are you can have the baby. No, but you're not prepared to have that baby. 
So whether or not you're financially able to have that baby and being prepared to have that baby is two different things. Yeah, but hold on. She will be prepared when she was 22 or when she was 32. She okay. don't, she, prepared is I, I have the tools. Okay, sorry. Mentally prepared then, if you want me to add words to it, because you know what I'm talking about. Obviously, she doesn't, she's not ready to have that baby. She doesn't want to have that baby. No, I'm not ready and not wanting to. to <laughs> what? I'm not ready to have a baby. My body is physically ready to have a baby, but me personally, I'm not ready to have a baby. What are you trying to get at? Why are you trying to beat around the bush? The woman ready. is not ready to have a baby. Whether or not you want to try and make it. She doesn't want you. to have a baby. Fair enough. But she, she will tell you that I am not ready to have a baby. She will tell you I don't want one. She will say I'm not ready to have a baby. But that's the point. She's been honest. She's been honest. She'll tell you she doesn't want one. It's, it's not, it's, it's not what's the difference? difference. Okay. The difference ready is, is that the red, ready would mean that you've got <clears throat> the mental awareness, you've got all the tools and everything that, you, that you, it will enable you to look after the child. Yeah. But as far as you're concerned, at that time in your life, you don't want it. The so child. Then, if you don't want it, are you mentally prepared to have that baby? Yes. You're yes. mentally prepared you're to have a baby yes. you don't you want it. You just don't want it. You don't want, you just don't want the No, child. but that means that for you to be mentally prepared for something, means you must appreciate that and want it, yes? No. No. Although, I, I, you are talking nonsense. Okay. For you to okay, talk about mentally uh, able For instance, let me, let, me, let me make it more basic. I, you can prepare a meal, mm. yeah? Mm. And have your meal prepared and not want to eat it. It's two different things. Yeah, so, but you wouldn't. No, but you've prepared. The, you've, but you've wanted to prepare the meal, yeah. Your mind has told you you want to prepare no, the meal. The point this, is, your, this person's brain has told them, or they're, they're in their brain have told them they do not want to have this baby. They're not ready. My, I don't feel that in my lifetime at this point I am ready to have that baby. Okay, let me give you this. Let me give you. I know exactly what you're all talking about. But you're, but you're maybe, beating around the bush. No, no, you're, no. We're being pedantic with words, unfortunately. Being prepared for something means you have the tools and equipment to deal with that situation. Now, a woman who's... But you don't... They don't know if their tools and equipment is even ready until they have a baby, do they? You'd never know, would you? Because you could keep trying in the We just said that... The... 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 The, um, the virgin, is it, is it, is it cleansed? <laughs> <laughs> they have the right bodily tools. The man is there. They're in a loving relationship. They have the money. They have the house. They have... Uh, they're both of sound mind. If, if somebody dumped a baby on her lap, she can deal with it. Whether she wants to or not is is okay. really the wrong right. question. Because she doesn't. Okay, then fine. She doesn't want to have the baby. Does that help you? Does it make you feel better if I say that? That's word? the correct word. Okay, but does it help you? Does it make you feel better? Yes. Does it make you feel better? Yeah. Answered your question. Is it like? Is it like we are the world now? We could be at peace because mm-hmm. I said that we are the world. No, no, no. But you see, what you have to but what you have to understand is you have to make the differentiation because let's 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 just say let me give you a ludicrous example. Let's say the woman is rich. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has she's debt free or financially independent. Yeah? Yes, she has a partner. Yes, but she's worked for her money. Yeah. And she, in her mind, she said to herself that she wants to get to X amount of money by a certain age. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't understand what Stavros is saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying there was no reason for that me to have this have a five minute conversation of the word ready. But anyway, we'll, I'll carry on and say what I'm saying. But what I'm saying to you now is, if she feels to the point now that she doesn't want want to have a baby at that time. She shouldn't have it just because she's able to have it. That doesn't make any sense because she doesn't want one. And mm. then we just have that kid on, the sh- on having a baby that she don't want. That's yeah, but, yeah, but then that's where some relationships come, you know, unstuck. Come unstuck because. Well, then you, you both. Let's be honest, though, um, Mr. Hoff. Yeah, let's be honest, right? When you speak to your woman, she's most likely going to tell you her ambitions and tell you that I want to do this and I want to do that. Now this is where this is where usually the woman does this thing where they'll be like, I'm gonna change the man. When, when he says I wanna be like this, this is who I am. They usually oh, I'll change him. Now, are we saying that the men are gonna be like 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 doing what they're doing and trying to change the woman from achieving her goals? No, if your goals have been set from before you've started 
getting married, yeah. but before you go out and she's told you, listen, I want to get to this certain level in my career, I want to do this certain thing before I have a baby, are you then, just because you change your mind later on in the time, doesn't mean that she should. I don't agree if a man changes her mind or a woman changes her mind. Sometimes, you know, I don't really agree with that, but you have to appreciate that as time goes on, circumstances are going to change. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it could be on the man's side, it could be on the woman's side. You've got to think about each other's feelings. Otherwise, because I've seen relationships break up because a woman's ready to have a child and the man isn't. Mm-hmm. We've seen that a thousand times, sure, but not yeah. so many times on the other hand. Do you understand where the man is ready to have a child and the woman saying, nah. I'll tell you what though, if I personally found myself in that situation where I'm ready to have a child and the woman I'm with doesn't want to have it at that time, I won't have a, I won't, I'll, I'll make my suggestion, I'll make my point about you know timing or what have you and thinking that it's a, the right time for whatever the reasons would be at the time. But if we get down the line and the roles change now and she wants to have a child and for whatever reason she, turns, she finds out that she can't or what have you, I'm going to be the worst person that she knows because I'm going to be saying, well, I told you so, I told you so. And you're off. And I bloody I told you so. And would you stay with a woman then? Um, it sounds a bit callous, but children is a very, very big part of my blueprint. So either we find a way or I find a way. <laughs> would you adopt? No. If I had enough money, I would adopt a child. I'm saying that right now. If I had enough money that I knew I could financially be quite happy adopting a, a baby, though, I'm not adopting no 13 year old child. I want to be able to beat you for early. So, <laughs> if if I could adopt a baby, like a newborn baby, that I knew, you know, that the parents can't look after them, they're willing to give up the child. Even if it comes 15 years later, they're not going to be able to come and tell me they're taking back the child because I'll just be vexed. But, you know, I'll do it. Would you foster a child? Would I foster a child? Probably not. Because you know that there's a lot of financial gain in that. I do know this, but I don't think I could personally have a child for a period of time. Let them come in and then let them go out again. I don't know if I'll be able to handle that. The only way I can adopt a child is if I've got my own personal quarter of my own biological children and I'm able to then extend that love outwardly. Mm. But as far as not having no children concerned and then adopting, I don't think it's something that I could muster. Dimitri. Could you adopt a child? Adopting children is, is, is a very serious situation because obviously in your life you have to be prepared for changes and with children coming in at a certain age in your life you have to know whether you can, you can nurture, you can look after, you can teach. Some children you can't teach because they are used to a certain way of life. Would you adopt a child? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking me personally if I, if I adopt a ch- child. I, I have five children already. I don't want them no more. Simple. <laughs> Ice man. I would, under the same circumstances of my honourable friend here. Right, so um, so I, would, I would have to have children myself, you know, and then extend love okay. to an outside child. And Let me ask Alright, we're all black in here. Would you adopt a child of a different uh, background? Asian, Oriental, white? I'm not gonna lie to you, I might, I might adopt an Oriental child. Because, because they seem to behave. <laughs> you know what my dad said, coming from that? <clears throat> they um, seem to behave. My dad said that Chinese and some of the Oriental people have a very similar ethic in terms of 
um, um, common. What's the word? Um, maths. No, maths. <laughs> they're not respect. respect. I'm talking respect. about respect, common okay. respect, and they're not as corrupt. Sorry. Common <laughs> respect, basically, you know, the Africans when it when when it comes to respecting and respecting your elders and respecting certain laws. The honor system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ages are yeah. the same. Ages are very much the same. Sorry? With their honor of their of their elders. Huh? Have you seen the boys how they treat their mums? That's after they come. Ages. That's in this country. In it back home is not as much. Okay, so let me just tell you. Nah, nah, nah. I've heard about some 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 beatings. <laughs> some of them is beating their own mother, but that's because in the end, the, 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 the oldest son becomes the man of that kind of. It's the, I don't. I would disagree. There's in, certain Asians that are, that are like in the some same, respects. Like, like, like yeah, but the Chinese, Japanese. When you go from what I've heard, their respect levels is very, 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 very high. Very high. Do you yes. understand? They don't. They don't play them around. And if they, if you get out of line, you're getting a beating. Can I just get clarification on, on something here, please? I'm, I'm, I'm Mediterranean and Eastern European descent. I'm not black. I have very dark tan, but I'm not black. But you can call me black. It's okay. You're a gypsy. You're <laughs> Why calling me gypsy? I'm not gypsy, man. Don't shrink me, gypsy. <laughs> you got a gold tooth, bro. <laughs> He did try to sell me some gold before we entered the, the room. It was, what it was, about what it, about it, what it, it was turning green. Before I give you cash for gold, clear. man. You don't see the yeah, advert. Very Dimitri, hey, make your point. Right? When you're, you're, you're saying, um, what this foxy man was saying is, when you're job, adopting a child from a uh, Chinese background, are you adopting a child from birth? From baby or at certain age? Whatever you like. Because I'm thinking, if you adopt from baby, then obviously the culture that the baby grows up in, it adopts the culture. Yes? I think certain things are innate, depending on your colour. All I know is that I went to... I've noticed that some people are, are adopting children from other backgrounds, and they grow up in the culture of the person that they, has adopted them, and they pick up that way of life, not yeah. their way of life from their native country. All I know is that the Chinese shop across the road from my house, they speak Papua. Hmm? Yes. So it doesn't make, as far as I said, where you come from don't make no difference. I went into the Chinese shop, I asked them for chicken fried rice, and the woman told me, Wagwa. <laughs> and she said it, and I looked at her, and I had my fish ready because I thought she was a racist, bro. Until I saw the grandma come out and was speaking like Twister. I said, My God. <laughs> So it can happen, man. It can happen. Yeah, but the, the, there's, there's loads of Orientals in the West Indies. In the West Indies. So that's what I'm saying. Where it doesn't matter. It's where you're brought up. Yeah, yeah but, but they're still I'm essentially Chinese and their, and their honor system doesn't change. That one there didn't look like a Chinese. But she looked like she could dirty wine better than anyone I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Chopstick in hand and everything. <laughs> but you know, we skewed up from the original question. The question was, uh, can women be too independent? independent. I'm saying, that, yeah, of course you can. Any, well, men can be too independent. I think anybody can be too independent. I just got that basically from uh, one of Kanye West's lyrics. You know? And what did he say? He said, um, on some independent shit, would you trade it all for a husband and some kids? Ah, uh, yes. Remember that song? I think it's called I Wonder. Yeah, I think a woman can be too independent if she puts herself before uh, the relationship. Of course. Is a woman being too independent, is it attractive to, to, to you as... 
the woman being this way or you prefer her to be less independent? That's the thing. For me, I want to go into a relationship knowing that the woman is going to give me as much as I give her, which is, I know I'm going to give a woman a lot. There's certain men I know, yeah, that like a real independent woman, woman that looks after herself and, you know, takes care of her, her own business. But usually the type of man that's like that is usually the type of man that's exactly the same way and he, he wants a mirror. So I'm looking after myself. I've got, maybe I've got kids from another relationship. I'm making my own money and doing my own thing. And if you meet somebody else that's like that and, and they're on the same wavelength, then it's cool because we're not clashing. But the problem is, is that when you meet your mirror, you're meeting the same person and... Some people love themselves. They do. But in a relationship, there has to be a yin and there has to be a yang. They don't have you to know? Can, I, can I ask a question well, stemming from this? Do you think that in a relationship, men and women are equal? Pow. Yeah, but this is part of what I'm trying to get to here. You know, um, the, I, I believe the, that there has to be a yin and, and a yang. But are they equal? And what do you mean in, by equal? Yeah, exactly what do you mean? What do I mean? There's well, different types of equal. Right, let me flesh it out, right? Let me flesh it out. In a household, let's take it into a household then, yeah? Obviously, you've got the mother, the father, this daughter and the son. Let's make it like that, right? Is that woman, the wife, equal in that household to the same level as the father? But when you look at the animal kingdom, yeah, <laughs> where stupidity reigns and foolishness runs high. No, I'm going somewhere. No, but in the animal's kingdom, you have the dominant feces, the mm. man. Mm. And then you have a mm. woman beside him. Did you say feces? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he said the dominant <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, the dominant shit, man. <laughs> you, what you, about the Lion Kingdom? <laughs> the Lion Kingdom. The Lion Kingdom. Yes, yeah. the, 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 the Lion Kingdom. Kingdom. The woman runs things. The women hunt in the Lion Kingdom. That's this what they hunt and gather. Yeah, but even though the women hunt and gather, the, the male lion still eats first. Everybody waits until he's finished. Thank you. But if the and this is the whole point. Then he ain't gonna eat nothing. Is it? Yeah, but he provides the protection of the territory. But he's not doing a rust. No, but with, without his protection of the territory, then we can't hunt freely. I think, I think that's where the Rastafarians got this, this notion of the of the dreadlocks from. They sit around and do nothing and let the woman do everything. I said it. Not in my lifetime. Boy. This, this, it. hold on, lads. This whole independent stuff, the yin and the yang and the animal's kingdom, this is all what I'm kind of very into and this is where I was hoping it would go to. You know, and in my opinion, you can't have in a household um, two equals. My grandma said it this way. She said, you can't have two captives to one ship. You can't have two kings in a kingdom. You can't have a yin and a yin. It's impossible. You can't have two magnets. So you're saying, back they, can't, back. You're saying they can't be equal then? They can't be equal. This, 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 is, this is what I would say. This is what I would say. My personal opinion. Yeah? Uh, lucky speaks. Salaki speaks. And it goes a little sound like this. Um, the way I would run the household would be that I would probably put the, the woman to be in a position publicly, and when I say publicly, I mean amongst the family members, to be in control. But you see, when we come to that point, um, at, at, at a time where there needs to be a decision that goes through between hers and mine, I would like to think that my decision is going to be the one that goes through. Would you leave a woman if your decision was never goes through? It could, it could create a serious problem. I don't know about leaving because you have to look at the family structure, but it could create a serious problem. So I'd like to know that because I'm not, the, I'm not, the, I'm not the interfering type. 
I'm not going to be on every little individual's decision and, and saying that things must go my way. But there will be a point where we, we have to make a decision. And as the man of the household, I would like to think that that decision is going to be mine and my decision goes forward and nobody argues with it. Can I ask you a, a very menial question? In the house, if you come in in the... in the Because I hear this happens sometimes, where the father dictates what they eat in the house. He won't cook it, but he will dictate what they eat within that day. <laughs> Do you think that is right? I'm not going to cook it, but I want this today and you must go and cook it. Do you think that's a good thing? No, that's taking it a bit too far. That's going, that's going a bit too far. That's nothing wrong with that. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I know if, Big Stab would love that. If the woman, if his wife, his girlfriend, his partner, what have you, is more than happy to, to service him in that way, I ain't got a problem. So, I, I, love, I love your use of I love the word. However, I love that word service. Yeah. However, if the lady has a problem with it, then the man has to acknowledge that his wife, his queen, okay. has an issue. Okay, what happens if he comes in the house and he says, and he says, Big Bet. Today I want to have, I want to have a jollof rice now. I want it, I want jollof rice. What is the problem? And then Big says, Akin, there is no pepper in the house. So. There is no pepper in the house. So, so what Nigerian dish is she going to cook without pepper? She's not going to cook. She's going to, I say, I'm going to cook sheeps. Chips, sheep, or you both food. I didn't say chips. Do you hear me? I said sheep. <laughs> <laughs> what happens then? What then? What the man is saying? I'm gonna buy pepper. Or I'm gonna send well, okay. The, yes. What happens then? Do you think that they should argue about the fact that there is no pepper in the house, or do you think you should go and get the pepper and then allow the woman to make to make jollof rice? Uh, or what? What, do you, what type? Of, these are the type of things. Dimitri, Dimitri knows about jollof rice. What's going? On? Similar situations happened before with me and my wife. She tell me there's no ingredients for cook. I send that to my sister's house. She go pick it up and she cook it. You send that to your sister's house. You send that to your sister's house to go collect the, the ingredients. That is it. How far away does your sister live from your house? Forty-two kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you said kilometers. Did she drive? Take public transport, she had to bicycle. She had to walk. Had to walk. No donkey. No donkey was not well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, but but let's get back on subject a little bit here, yeah? My brother, my honourable friend right here, does not believe that you have to be... That there has to be a yin and a yang. Is that correct? You, e- explain you, why. Because you were saying that's when you say yin and yang, you don't just mean opposite. You mean opposite and equal as well. And you said for it to work, it has to be opposite and equal. <coughs> and I don't think that all relationships are equal and some of them do work. In fact, most relationships aren't equal. One of them is, on a seesaw type level, one of them is a bit higher than the other. So it's not a yin-yang. In my opinion, it's a seesaw, it's more a seesaw type. So yes, every, every, every relationship has well, two or more people and those two people have to work together for a relationship to work. But it doesn't have to necessarily be equal. The man could be very dominant, or the woman could be very dominant, and that one could be subservient, yeah, and it yeah. could work. I believe that that's the only way how relationships can work. That somebody has to be submissive. Yes. Do you understand? It could be the woman, it could be the man, but there has to be, as my honourable friend said, <laughs> said that someone, you know, when decisions need to be made, when checks need to be written, you know, there has to be someone in charge. Do you understand? And that person mm. needs to be seen to be the boss 
in private and in public. I in thought you were going to say in the bedroom. Well, I was going to say that's a bit day. Well, yeah. Um, right, let me ask you all a question. This one just came to me. Out of filth as well. You got a daughter, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got a daughter, right? She's she's 22, and and you know she's doing wrong. Well, not even so much doing wrong. Let's just say she's very, very sexually. She's on a ex- sexual exploration. Stavros is leaving the room because I don't want to answer this question. And and you, as a father and, and and daughter, you have a good relationship and you talk about these type of things. So you're telling me that I know Let that the man daughter is having sex. No, I want him to just. Yeah, you know. I that want him to make it clear. Yeah, you oh, know that you know that your daughter's having sex. You and your daughter have conversations about sex, or what have you? And she comes and tells you about the first time she takes it in the mouth. What do you do or what do you say? Backhand, Bridget. <laughs> Now, it would obviously depend on... Sorry, <laughs> guys. I just want you to know. If you see the way that Stavros is looking at, at Stalaki kind of right now... What kind of question is that? It's, it can happen. If, I, think he's, I think this is another fishman situation. <laughs> that thing. If if your daughter is comfortable enough to tell you something like that, then she you obviously have that type of relationship. You created with, it. Yeah, with your daughter. As a father. So, if, you're in that, if, if it gets to that point... It's probably a thing where you, you say, um, I don't know, well, well, did you do it well? <laughs> or something like that, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm drawing for the shotgun and I think there's going to be a whole lot of blood everywhere. Me, uh, if my daughter's doing certain things, then I don't want to know about it. That just made me not want to have a daughter straight away. I never wanted to have a daughter. But you have, <laughs> you have all slept with women at some point in your life. And at some point in your life, you've either wanted to or you've expected your bits to go there. So how... Who said that? Standard. Who said that? But that's, yeah, I do, I do, like I just said, I, if my, my daughter can be doing whatever she's doing, you still want to know about it. I don't need to know what you're doing with your partner or your husband or the dude that you met in the club. This this question is, is actually disturbed me. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Right, here's a question. Here's a, here's a better question, in my opinion. is a better question. Do you want to know what your daughter's doing? Hell no. But it does stem from the question that I actually had, though. Go ahead. All right. This is a question that I had. And this goes out to one of my boys. Now, I've got a high respect for one of my brethren at this present moment in time. I've known him since I was at school. And at the moment, he's raising two daughters on his own. Because um, there's been situations in the situation that, you know... I made him so basically he has to raise his two daughters on his own. And he, ha- he we spoke about certain things and he was like, you know what, you know what, bruv, you know, there's certain things that, you know, daughters need their mums for. And I said to him, yeah, I agree. But I said this and I know it might be controversial to a lot of women to hear it. And maybe even a the man, they might look at me in a certain way. But I think personally, especially to daughters, I think a father is more important than a mother. Right. Before you continue. That stems from a question that I had that I just actually forgot. Uh, now, this is going to just, you know, intertwine with your question. Mm, mm. I've always believed that a father, as much as a woman carries a child for nine to ten months, as much as she she deals with certain issues and, you know, sons being the mother's boys and, and what have you, mm. I've always believed that fathers are more important to their daughters and I've always believed that fathers are more important to their sons I agree with you on this now Ooh. This, Ooh. this is what I'm saying Ooh. and that is not taking anything away it's not taking anything away from mothers 
and their contribution and what they do. But when a man is not there for his daughter, you can see what happens. And likewise for for a uh, I agree vice, vice versa. I agree with you because I always say this is what I said to him basically. I said, let's be honest, yeah. The amount of women that we know, yeah, and you know, the amount of women that we know that's got problems and had issues and their life seems to be messed up and you know, all the stuff that we've, you know, done and talked about with them and all of this stuff. Where did it all stem from? The fact that they didn't have a dad and they didn't have a role, a male role model that will, you know, show them how they're supposed to, hang, you know, behave around men and stuff like that. You know, I, I really do think, in my personal opinion, a father is more important, a good father, anyway, let me obviously not just any random dad, a good father is more important, especially to a daughter and how they, their relationship happens in the future, unless they're lesbian, obviously. With men, I do think it's more important. Yeah, but you, you said that the problem stemmed from them not having a, a male role model in the house or whatever. <clears throat> That's because they had a female one there. What if the situation was switched? Like in your friend's instance. Yeah, what if the man is there and the woman's not there? You don't. Well, you need to happens, show them how. Don't you come with the period? It happened so rarely that you don't. Have you met somebody that was just raised by their, their dad? I, haven't, I don't know a girl that has been raised by their dad. Yeah, okay, so you don't know what problems would have been stemmed from? I don't know. From but, but I, I personally believe that a father can teach a daughter how to behave and how to... Because when you, when you look at yourself as a man and you look at your, a woman, the one, the one thing you're going to do is try and raise that woman the most respectable way that you can find so she's not like the other women that you've met that you found to be disrespectful right, or, or wrong. All right, then. Let me throw something in the bag here, yeah? With all best intentions, the dad does what you guys are suggesting. Mm. And, and and as far as you're concerned, his role in a daughter's life is um, more significant than a mother's role is. Uh, am, I, am I okay to say that? Do you agree with that? I don't know if it's more significant. I just, maybe, maybe, maybe it might be the way. But I just think that is... I think, I think that he's, his role, his importance might be higher than the mother's in the daughter's life. Maybe in stages. Maybe not all throughout their life, but maybe in stages. So let me let me let me throw this in the bag then, right? Throw it. So the dad's looking after the daughter mm. and he's trying to show her all the ways that he wouldn't want a woman to be, yeah? Mm. I'm not saying that you should do that, but carry on anyway. So what I'm what I'm thinking here is why would a daughter take her father's advice on something like that when her father has never been a woman? All he's all he's gonna do is give her his image of what a woman should be, but he's never been a woman before, so he doesn't know what it is to be a woman. It's equally like 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 that's why mm, that's why yeah. women can't really raise boys because they've never been a man before. The reason the reason I say this is because most women, and I, I'm I'm just stating this, obviously most women in their time, in the future of their life, they're gonna have relationships with men. That's that's what they're gonna be doing. Same way with men have relationships with women, but. I just, I don't know, it's just something in me that thinks, makes me believe that by, by them seeing how a, a woman is, because as I said, maybe it's not a case of how a woman should be a woman, but how a man should treat a woman. They should learn that from their father. That's yeah, that, that's a valuable lesson okay. to learn from And father. I think that, that makes a big deal in the future of who they pick as partners, who they go out with, yeah. who they decide to sleep with, who they decide to have a child yeah, but with. Then the problem, no, no, that's no, just, just interaction with boys. But that's no, that's no, that's no, it's not, no, it's not, what you, what it's just interaction with boys. what you just said. No, it's your father. It's different. No, you're talking about when they. Okay, when, when, when they, they grow up. But that's more, that's very important because if you ask most girls in their past, what things is messed them up the most? I bet you'll be something to do with interaction with a man. 
All right, okay, but the problem that you've got here is that you, your, your dad now, has, the father now, is showing her how to interact with men, yeah? Mm. But that doesn't tell her how to be a woman. I just told you how to be a woman. You have a uh, period every month. That's, that's not the be-all and end-all of a woman. That's what you do. You have a period every month. That's not the be-all and end-all of a woman. So you may enter, you may be pregnant, and then that's what the midwife picks it. Crap. Women's so, language is completely different to men's language. That, that's, that's another thing where she should have an advantage because she will speak like a man and tell, tell you what she wants to tell you. Think about it this way, right? We as men here all hate the, the small intricacies about women that we have to deal with. We hate it. Or not even so much hate it. Hate might be too strong a word. We are frustrated by it always, yeah? Mm. But, you know, sometimes in life, there are some things that you, you, you really don't like. But if you change them, it wouldn't be what it is. So in a kind of funny kind of funny kind of way, you need the frustration kind of thing. It, it makes it what it is. If you get what I mean, I don't know how to, to to better articulate that. But sometimes, if you like that person that you hate, I use the word hate too much. That person that frustrates you, you know, they ring you at the oddest of times. They chat shit all the time whenever they speak to you or what have you. They get on your nerves to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. Not not enough for you to, to lock them off as a person, but they just have a very inconvenient way about them. But okay. the, the minute that person disappears, you miss them. Yeah, and to me, that's just like the interaction between men and women, like the 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 the, the, the intricacies of a woman that we all sit and, and bitch about at some point, like oh, you know, what, what, when does when does no mean no, and why does she say no when she means yes, and when yes when she means no, and all those little things that a woman does. To me, that just that is if you take that out of the equation, then where's the fun in it? The virgin. <laughs> yeah. Do you like having an automatic and manual car? Driving an automatic might be easier, but you have a faster car, you run smoother, you have more control with a manual. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could say it runs smoother, it runs faster, blah de blah, blah, blah. But automatic is easier for your life, and eventually it makes you feel more comfortable. For some people, I like being in control. So I like mm. a manual car. Sorry, you've got the point. These two wanted to say something, and you haven't been talking a lot, so Dimitri, please. I was just going to say, in, in relation to um, a man bringing up his daughter, as we all know, uh, women are led by emotions, very emotional. It's very pivotal in, in a young girl's life that she is brought up by her mother because there's certain things a father cannot teach her about dealing with her emotions that a mother can. Because as a man, when you are, are unless you are a gay man or you are very feminine in your attributions, it's always um, hard for a man to, to express emotions to women. So in teaching his daughter how to deal with emotions, it would be very hard. Is, is that an understanding? Understood. Oh, but, but, I um, agree, but yeah. Uh, yeah. In relation to a man bringing up his daughter on his own, it's going to be difficult. One second interject. You say establish you don't agree. I'm not saying that women are not, uh, in general, more emotional Never. than men. But it's, it's not impossible for a man to be uh, emotional as well and to teach his daughter how to deal with certain emotions. Men get emotional too. Like what you're saying, I think men get emotional, women get emotional. Men just tend to cover it more. But when you're dealing with a child, then it's not... If you're a good father... You don't necessarily cover those emotions. You, you you would deal with certain things. If you have a mother in the house, you, then maybe it's okay to, to conceal them too because you have that partner to rely on that's going to deal with certain things. The emotional side. But if the mother's not there, then maybe that's something that you have to then open up the taps and allow it to uh, to shower over your children. You feel this way because you is of the gays? 
<laughs> no, no, I mean, what, what I was going to say was, regardless of it being a woman raising a child or a man raising a child, it's always going to be very difficult if you're doing it on your own. And there's going to be certain things that you're not going to be able to, pro- to provide as a man to a, to a girl and uh, a mother to a son. There's certain things that is going to be very difficult, you know. But in saying that, if there is, in this scenario, a man and a woman are together, I believe that the man's role in a relationship to his son, a man's role in his uh, relationship to his daughter, carries more weight than that of the mother. Do you know does. why I agree with you with that? Because of hero worship. The reason why I say that is because you never really hear of a hero worship type thing with your mother. With your, when it comes to the two children, but you will see both the daughter and the son say, "My dad is Superman." Do you understand what I mean? No, no. I've, I've heard some women. I've heard some women rate their moms. I've heard some some men what, rate their no, moms. No, I'm talking big. about children. I'm not talking about big women that say, "Oh, when I was younger, I never thought of my mom like this." But now that I know what she's doing, no, I think of her as, as 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 somebody special. I'm talking about as a child. As a child, you look at your your dad as Superman. He can do anything. You don't really look at your mum like that. Tell her that. I can say that that is the case with me. Yeah, you can't really say that. That's not a universal thing you can say. I'm I'm, I'm pointing out there because I don't know anybody that will say to me, when I was a little girl or a little boy, I thought of my mum as Wonder Woman. But I know a million people that say, when I had their dad there, even once I didn't have their dad, only saw their dad a little bit of the time, was to tell you, my dad was Superman. Yeah, what about he could break a train with his bare fingers? <laughs> what about what about if the if the if the let's say unfortunately the dad died or something before they had a, a proper influence in the child's life and the mum had to raise a child from the ground up and be the father and the mother and Th- that's even, even know that's even, even worse because that that does died early which puts a hero figure in their brain already. My dad died early, but you know he was my hero. I'm not trying to rate, so you're going to tell me that that person wouldn't rate their mum for doing everything. I'm not, this, that's not what I'm saying. You're not understanding what I'm telling you. You're talking about later on in life, and you're going to appreciate what your mum's done for you. When you get older, you appreciate the things that your mum does. Yeah. Like the going, the cooking, yeah. all that stuff. You appreciate when you're older. Mm. When you're a child, that's standard. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. But your dad is Superman. Simple as that. So what, what you're trying to say is basically, you'll be growing up, your mum might buy the food. She might cook the food. She makes your. She, she looks after the house. She dresses you. She she t- tidies your room. She sends you to bed. She might even take you to school. I'm back, yeah. And your dad just goes to work, comes home. Yeah. yeah. What but it is. Hold on, but still, when you look at the, your parents, you you're, you're, you have stars in your eyes when you're looking at your dad and not necessarily your mum. Your mum is there as a provider and she looks after me, yeah. But then when you say who's the, who's the powerful one, you'll still say your dad. Even though he's not, even though he's just moving from A work to B home, and that's all he seems to do. But why is it then? It, yeah. So like, what you're saying is that you know there's some still some sort of power thing there. I think it has a big um, uh, the influence there is how the mother shows how to love the man and the way that she's treating her husband in front of her kids. Really true. 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 Also, if your mother is doing all of that stuff, your mom's beating you. Your mum's doing all of this. She's, you know, cooking. You do everything your mum says. And then when she gets home, your dad tells us to do this. And she just does it. You're automatically going to think, this man's a legend. <laughs> 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 it's as simple as that. All right. 
He's Superman, mate. Anyone got any closing uh, thoughts on this? Just uh, a quick one to wrap this up. And um, on the female side of things, you know, it's for those who have daughters or for those that are going to have daughters, aspire to have daughters or what have you, have nieces or what have you. They would always want, as a father, for you to beat them. Well, obviously, but you always want your daughter to love you before anybody else. Do you understand? A woman needs to love her father before any other man. And if there's not a father there, there has to be some kind of a male figure there. It could be an uncle, you know, an older cousin or an older brother. You know, she needs to love that man before any other man outside of the family. Why? That man has to be able to set an example of as to how men are to treat and how men are to love a woman. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, and if that figure is not there, if there is no figure, then I think that you could see an effect that that could have later on in life on, some, on a female. Some people, if it's even their older brother. Yeah, it Simple could be an that. older brother. It could be an older brother, it could be an older uncle, but there has to be some kind of a male figure there that sets an example as to how male should benchmark. be. A benchmark, yes. yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? So also, with a woman, I think the same thing as well. Because yeah. obviously, everybody always say you want to marry your mother. That's what they always say. Because she sets the benchmark. Yeah. Unless she's crazy cracking, then you just have to be careful. But, not from either. <laughs> exactly. Eminem did show us that. But, you have to, you know, I do think, personally, men are the supermen. Okay, alright. And they just love a slave. Alright. I got a question. Uh, you got a little 10 minutes left about. Have any of you seen these Nike boots for women, the high heels? I just spent a moment in time on touching Stavros' arm. Get away from me. Have any of you seen I, them? I've seen them. I want to know. And not only have I seen them, I want to buy them for my missus. Okay, because have you seen them? No, I, ain't seen them. I, don't I want to buy every single, have you seen it? single one of them. Mr. Fox mommy. has seen it. I want to stroke oh, them on her foot. There's, there's got a bunch of them. I want to polish them because it's deep. I just want to know what men's views are on this. Well, they're better than Timberland ones, yeah? Timberland High Hills, yeah? I haven't seen Timberland High Hills. Okay. Those are a pair of Jordan ones. Oh, jeez, I'm oh, oh, I am now showing a pair of pink and black Jordan high heels to the panel. And I just want to get them. Dimitri, what do you think? Would you Do you want your woman wearing those, that footwear? There are women like this back home that wear this, these shoes. They, they run fast and they do many things with their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right, the reason why I say I like them because I'm a trainer freak already. As we've discussed in the, in the previous shows about the... My love for trainers. Now, obviously, in a sexual way, I love a high heel also, yeah? I also love a high heel. Now, to merge the two, to merge the two, is just, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if these trainers, uh, if these high heel trainers are as comfortable as trainers and as sexy as high heels, Nike gonna make a whole lot of money. Do you think they're sexy? That's the point. That's what I'm asking. Are they actually made by Nike? Um, or is it some form of I don't know. changeover? I don't know. Plagiarism. Because you know Chinese are deeper. I'll, I'll research it. But I don't know if I'm 100% sure right now. I know somebody has bought the rights to the air bubble and put them in shoes. Men and women's shoes. Proper shoes. They, but they look like shoes. 
They just have the air bubble in it, and they mm. like air bubble. Um, okay, so they they say they like a pattern. Me, but, I like a shoe, yeah, I like a shoe, but I just want you to know that Iceman has sorry, I'm not stupid, but Iceman has just managed to find me an Air Force One, an Air Force One right in the bottom left. That no, that, oh, <laughs> <laughs> is that Air Force One? That's not the Air Force. There's another one that was Air Force below that one. Thank you, that one on the left. Yes. Oh, if you want to impress Wahala, buy some Air Force One boots. Heels, mate. Heels. Heels, sorry. If they've got Nike Sweet Classic Heels. Alright, alright. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. I'll put a link up to all this. You can oh! the place. Oh. A quick one. A Kindle. Amazon Kindle. It's the, it's the electronic book reader. You can get them made from other people's Sony as well and whatnot. But let's just deal with the one that's being publicised quite a lot now, which you might have seen. It's called a Kindle. And what you do is you buy it. It's got black and white screen. And you download the books off the internet, you read it off the uh, Kindle. Do you think that's a progression? Do you think that's good? Or do you think it's bad for books? I've got one thing to say to that. There's an app for that. You don't need to buy a Kindle, because there's an app for that. And there you go. That, that's not what I asked. If it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a progression. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Maybe I'm old school, maybe I'm a traditionalist, yeah? There's nothing like turning the pages of a book. Equally, like there isn't, there is nothing like the sound of vinyl. I'm just like also, that. also the smell of a book as well. Yeah, the smell of a, a book. book has a certain smell to it. Yeah, know? and you know what? I agree with Mr. Simple. Even right down to the point where you're just losing your page. Yeah, and you have to refine it. Again. Yeah, it's a simple thing that you can't do that with this Kindle thing. It knows where you are. It knows where you are. Plus, I've tried reading off the Kindle. It, it's not the same. I don't want to read when I'm reading on the Kindle. I don't want to read it. Okay, but here's oh, let me say it wasn't on my Kindle. It was on my phone, <coughs> but it's using the Kindle software. And I didn't, I didn't find myself reading it well, well, you know what I mean? Not like I was reading a book. I think a book brings you into it a little bit more. Just, you know, the, the, putting it down and then having to pick it back up again. Making sure you don't leave it. All the, all the little, okay, you can do the same thing with a Kindle, but I just feel like a book is more personal. But it is, is it for this generation? This generation need to learn to take a step back. They no, need to is, it for, is, is it for our generation then, us? Okay. Because the kids um, that are coming up now, they're going to see that, and perhaps they're not going to want to read books. See, but this so a, in this 10, a, you, 20 you years buy time, twelve-year-old as a Christmas present now, and he could, and they might like, read, yeah, read, 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 read. The problem I get with things like this, like this Kindle, it's like a letter. Now, remember back in the day when you had to write a letter, you had to write it. It's mm-hmm. not an email. You had to write. It. You had to go somewhere. You had to post it. That means whatever you're writing has to be some form of relevance, not just nonsense. You know, because you because you have to get out of your house to actually go and post it. Those things need to come back into play, man. Um, yeah, I read an article the other day where a man was uh, apparently he was addicted to Facebook and whatnot, and he was forced to not not use any social networking site for a week. And if he wanted to contact anyone via writing, he had to write letters. And what he said is he sat down to write a letter, and first of all, he didn't know what he was what he was going to say to the first person he was going to write. He didn't know what to say, and he said if it was on the if it was on his Facebook now, he would have a million things to say talk trash well the, the moment you pick up a pen or a pencil and you decide you're going to write something all of a sudden it becomes that much more important and you have to think about what we were saying and he said that um he sent something to the lady and she said something back and he said in, the, in that letter that he sent to her and the one that he got back he had learned more from her doing that in just that one letter which was which wasn't long it was just a couple of pages then he had in the x amount of time he had spent uh, with his correspondence on facebook it i understand what wahala's saying when you have to take time out to do something, it's like using a microwave or an oven. If you have to take time out to use something, you know it's going to take a set, certain amount of time 
and effort, you put more of your heart into it, you put more of your soul into it, you put more attention into it because you know your time is going into it. Time is precious. Whether people know it or not, it's, it's embedded in you somewhere deep down inside. And you don't want to waste time when you know you have ex- you only you know you have a lot of time to use in a certain circumstance. You use it well. <clears throat> Just one thing to, to, to touch on what you are saying. Um, this whole electronic way of, of living now it takes out what um, what is it the personalization of life to get up and go to the shop and do shopping. The whole enjoyment of it is getting on your bus, going to the shop, looking at the thing, trying it on, paying money, so on and so forth. When you're doing it on the computer, you cut out all of the middleman. I, 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 I didn't know gypsies paid for anything. Don't shrink me, gypsy. Drag me to hell. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, Dimitri, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My friend, you'll be surprised when you go to your house and there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, as, like you are saying, it, it, this generation is, it loses its, um, its self-worth because you're not doing things like the old days. You get up, you go, there's it, more to it. You have all the time in the world to do whatever and there is a saying, perfection, it, it takes time to perfect something. You do email and all this you don't put no thought into it. It's like what you are saying, yes? Mm-hmm. Listen, this, this, this sorry, I'm cutting. No, no, I've, I've, I've copied my point. You finish. Simple yes. Simon saying that this, this new, this new age and this new generation. Don't get me wrong, I'm a techno kid. I like to get, I like to get into all these little, all the gadgetries and stuff and the, the, the new technology. I like, I like to play with all that kind of stuff, but I don't, I have never lost the essence of, of what it is to be an analog human being. Do you get what I'm saying? So with that, analog, yeah, it's analog, man. We take it back to basics always. So the problem, what, what the digital says, oh, uh, f you, analog. No, nah, no, nah, we, we take it back to analog all the time. So the problem that I have is with this convergence into everything digital, everything technical. These younger people are missing out on a lot. Yeah, HD television is, is, is it, don't get me wrong. I, I love HD and I will swear by it, but there's nothing more high definition than seeing something with your naked eye. So even when I'm watching National Geographic and it looks fantastic on the screen, if I went to the Sahara Desert, I know that I would feel and see a lot more in the natural picture than I, than I do in HD. You smell it. You oh, smell yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to have smell vision soon. It's, it's really coming. Yeah, but smell vision is not going to be... And then the 3D as well. Yeah, yeah but it's not going to be you, where it is. Can I just speak on something that you said about how I experience? Can you remember before we had mobile phones, how men had to chip scales? Yeah. Yeah. You used to have to walk with a pen, pen and a piece and of paper. No, not even a paper. Because man wasn't driving at them time. It's true. You had your back or your bus pass. Yeah. And you said, yeah. let me, yeah, 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 the back of your, you oh, right oh, the major saying you use the palm of his hand. Bushman. But me, it was back of bus pass. Well, yeah, let me have your number in, let me have your number. And if you wrote that, if you wrote that thing wrong, wrong, that's it. You can't read your own handwriting, that's the end of it. You can't even find that woman again. Okay. But still, after you got that telephone number, where did you go to call phone If you either sneak that, you try to sneak a call at home, or you're yeah. in a phone box. Are you ringing the street straight to Perrin? Hello. Can I speak to Trisha, please? <laughs> That's why people got married quicker back in the day. <laughs> they had to go through the, the filtering system. Exactly. You could not to waste time going through 20 women. Can you imagine this ring? Hello. Hello, who is this? Can I speak to Bimpe? Who is this one who wanted to speak to Bimpe? <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you, 
Did you even say hello to me, bastard? Alright, right, I'm gonna wrap this one up. Okay, so there's pros and cons with this digital revolution. For instance, if you've got a, a library full of books and you want to shrink, shrink the stuff, you have a small house, you've got so many books and so many vinyls. So what you do is you buy a free player, you buy a Kindle, and you can shrink all of that into one little digital box, yeah, and, and it, you can hold everything. It has its convenience. And you can put all that stuff in storage, maybe you know stuff like that. I, I just want to say if. The day may come when technology breaks down. There is no computer, there is no internet, there is no nothing. And you have to go back to the old way of life, old way of thinking. You have to write a letter, you have to walk the distance and do that. So people must remember that it's how it begins and it's how it shall stay. All this new stuff is just a helping hand. Okay, on that note, I think we're going to end. Everyone has their last point to say. Yeah, I'm just going to say, be good to yourself and be good to others. It's snowing outside. God damn it. Well, I would like to say, have a good um, evening. Enjoy yourself to the next week, December. You know, hopefully you lot should be doing your Christmas shopping. I would like some Nike Sweet Classics from as many people as possible, please. Size 10, black. Thank you very much. Uh, Dimitri is thanking everybody for letting him come on show. I've message from Web Slinger. He says, um, "For ladies to remember this film Inception, when you are sleeping, he's coming into your dream." Thank you. <laughs> 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 this is the Ice Man signing off. Sorry. I'm not always here. <laughs> no, you said. This way, I was just. You said. Coming into, coming, coming into the dream. <laughs> Is that with a you or a Inhale the love. Is it you or O? Because whatever what it is, it don't make no difference. He's <laughs> coming into your dreams. Iceman, Mr. Fox. Yeah, this is, this is the Iceman, the eloquent Mr. Fox signing out. I'm not always here, but you know, the love is there. So please support um, this. This is this is for all of y'all. One love and peace out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, next week we'll go back to answering all your questions and comments. So please write in. Uh, thank you. I'll see you on episode ten. Until next time, nothing said eloquently is ever a wasted word. Huh? Goodbye. <laughs>